It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Charges forward, Clashton in front of him. Clashton, Dwyer! The onside flag is up. It won't count. Clashton operating, ball swung all the way through. Nani, Nani played for Dwyer! Well, this time he puts it over the crossbar. What a performance. The story remains the same between Atlanta and Orlando, but this time in the semifinal, it's Atlanta picking up a win in knockout competition against their southern rival. There comes a time in life, more often than not for most of you, where you've got to deal with pain, with tough times, with heartache. These times are designed to make or break you. When something bad happens in life, our common response is to ask questions like, why me? Why do bad things always happen to good people? Now I'd love to tell you that pain won't come in your life, but I can't. I'd love to tell you that you can go through life without disappointment, but I can't. Now I'd love to tell you that you'll go through life without any heartache, but I can't. Just know that if you hold your ground and push through pain, you will become stronger. Diamonds ain't formed on soft sandy beach somewhere. They're formed in the toughest, most intense, most dangerous place on earth. Under pressure that you couldn't even imagine. Under tension, under pain. This is where diamonds are formed. All life demands struggle. Most people think life comes with privileges, not problems. Promises, not pain. But those who have everything given to them don't appreciate shit. They become lazy, selfish to the real values in life. The hard work and the struggle that you face now is the main ingredient for who you'll become tomorrow. How can we appreciate success and happiness if we've never had pain? How can we appreciate beauty without ugliness? How can we appreciate the light without the dark? Every single struggle makes you better. All the tough times make you stronger. Every time you get knocked down, it lets you climb a little higher next time. What are you gonna do when you go through pain? Because how pain changes you is up to you. You can come out bitter, but you can also come out better. We all experience pain. My challenge to you is to not just go through pain, but grow through it. Pain is there to make you better. Without struggle, there can be no victory. When you've been through pain, when you've fought for where you are, you ain't gonna let anyone take away what you've got. When you've earned it and paid your dues and suffered and failed, and been hurt and been down, and you get back up over and over. When pain and struggle comes to face you again, you look it in the face and stand it down. Because you've been through too much. You're too strong now. Everything that has happened to you up until this point has made you who you are. And it will continue to mold you into who you will be. All pain, all the sacrifice, all the heartache, all the criticism is always going to be there. But you've got to go through it. Hello, welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den podcast. Or without JJ again, he may never come back. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe not. Maybe know. not. We need you back, <laughs> JJ. We miss you. But uh, we are uh, back at it again this week. A lot to cover with my fellow fellows. Mr. Cleon One, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, considering. You know, I'll be doing a whole lot better with, with uh, I don't know, at least at least three points and a nice little 
you know, finals appearance, but we'll get to that. Finally taking the mental bandages off from last Tuesday, huh? Yeah, I've been, I've been, I don't know, man. That's, I don't know. That's the best way to describe it. Eddie the Kamush. Eddie, what's up, man? I'm okay. A little dead inside, but I'm here. Tony, Tony. <laughs> How's it going, Tony the Tiger? <laughs> <laughs> I'm embracing uh, calling Ed, Edward Tony nowadays. <laughs> you got two wrong names in one, Edward and Tony. Due to the Twitter gathering in, uh, in Tony's name. <laughs> <laughs> Even people who've been on here call me Tony afterwards. Um, uh, let's do what I always forget to do. Let's thank our sponsors. Of course, we're here on uh, Thursday or Tuesday night at Casey Sports Bar. Uh, Taco Tuesdays with Mr. Man Paul today. I was about to. I was one of you. Gonna, I was just thinking about him. Mm-hmm. How's weird? Where's Mr. Paul? Yeah, Clint got here first, and he's like, "Paul's not here." I'm a bit I'm worried. Like, Yo, where's Paul, man? Paul isn't exactly. You got to worry. You got to worry about the old people, man. You never know. Yeah, Paul's died. Any day might be your last. So yeah, Clint, Paul left wasn't his, here. Uh, I was like, I had to go check. That's it. Paul left welfare his, check at home or something. Man. That's right. Paul left his uh, tab uh, details open last week, and based on that, there's reason to worry. <laughs> <laughs> Cleon said the over sixty five crowd. You always got to worry when they're not when they're not showing up somewhere. Hey, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta uh, force him. I gotta make sure I force him to a, to an Orlando City game before he before he. Uh, well, he wanted you know, some time on our podcast. Moves think, on to tell everybody how much he doesn't care about soccer. <laughs> I think is what he said. Yeah, we yeah. might actually have to bring him one, one day when we're really slow. We might actually have to give him. A, I'm actually no. I'm taking that back. Once we get math- <laughs> no, I, I gotta take that back. Once we get mathematically eliminated, which will be Saturday. <laughs> no, next week we could have him on. Stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks, Casey Sports Bar. Um, we have, of course, Field Turf USA. Right, Eddie. That's right. Field Turf USA. They're uh, doing stuff in South Florida, but they're around, and uh, we're okay. glad to have them in a partnership. I think I just saw they did the uh, new Oregon field too up there in the at the Autzen Zoo for college football. So mm-hmm. I thought he said Oregon. Yeah, me too. It's like Oregon field. I was like, they work on turf. Man. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Not the university. Oregon. He used to play Oregon Trail. He played Oregon Trail. I don't know if you meant like an actual, or like a you know, a vital yeah. organ or yeah. or like a. Musical. No wait, Look down. That they're down there, and they, they're seeing. They, they don't. They don't have that much faith that uh, Lockhart Stadium's going to get off the blocks in time for the stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder what gives that away. Is it the dirt lot that's yeah. six months away? Yeah, we'll yeah. I sent the picture, and I, he's like, oh, "I'm they right just going to plop that thing down." Man, I'm telling they you, said it was going to be a bunch of bre- bleachers in the roof. Yeah, they said it was being made in pieces and being sent to yeah. the stadium. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's going to show up like uh, like that that one in uh in uh Phoenix Phoenix Rising that one they had. Yeah. There was literally like nothing there, and the next, then they were like, "Oh, our new stadium!" And they got. And nice. I was like, "I was like, bro, you just sold a picture like last week. There was nothing there." Yep, that's right. Uh, that'd be interesting. And then also, uh, AMG Lenders for all your mortgage lending needs. Uh, hit up Leo or you know anybody with AMG. Um, great business they got going over there, uh, doing a lot of deals and helping a lot of people out and eating a lot of costs and shutting a lot of other people down because of it. So if you have any uh, any questions about your mortgage lending needs, make sure you hit up Leo and AMG at AMG Lenders. Um, all right, let's dive right into it. Oh, boy. guess first thing on the schedule is last Tuesday's loss and the quote-unquote biggest match in club history. A that it was. A 2-0 defeat at home uh, uh, to Atlanta United. I hate to say... I told you all so, but... You really going to do that right now? I did tell you all so, unfortunately, <laughs> as even myself. I, I got the lineup right, though. I mean, I, I told Aaron before uh, before we were driving to the game, I said, I haven't been this ready for a match or a game, sporting event, since the national championship for Florida State. Yeah. And um, 
you know, people that know me know how big of a game that was for yeah. me. And like, I was just especially Florida State. You never know what they're going <coughs> to take it away from some sanction. Yeah, I mean, that's after. true. It was down the years, <laughs> but just in general, I mean, I was uh, I was really pumped up for the game. Um, sitting like two rows back, we all sat together. It was it was pretty. It was pretty depressing and very intense, but, I mean, you you can't put any blame on anybody other than the players on the pitch and the coach on the sideline and everything else because it can't be put on the fans, that's for sure. No, the fans brought it. Our section was, you know, was a nicer section because of the cheap tickets. The only time it's been uh, louder is uh, the U.S. National. Yeah, it was super loud. It was super loud, and uh, we we were intense. I mean, you know, it was a... A fun atmosphere. I yelled a couple of things I, I'm not proud of. I mean, the uh, fans, the fan, or the players, you know, at this point, especially for Atlanta, they just like, I mean, they beat us every time. We have just such hate and animosity. It's just got to be funny to them, right? It has to be. Even. Bro, did you see that? Did you see that? Uh, David the little, Oh, yeah. Well, David's always. No, but the, the um, <laughs> did you see the video from Martinez Snapchat afterwards after when he was watching oh, the game? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he just laughs and he just goes, <laughs> Orlando. Yeah. Bro, it, like, it killed me inside yeah i i, I saw the i know, like i literally I saw to cry, it bro. and i'd even play it i don't even how about care. the fake injury that they gave him so no, he, he take said a night that, off but that makes it worse he <laughs> came back on saturday and scored a brace they it makes like, it yeah, worse. there's supposed Orlando. to be some abdominal thing or whatever yeah. it makes it worse so i don't know we'll we'll see so maybe something they don't even it. win games they don't even win games on the road this year i didn't even realize that huh that what they don't even win games on the road this year yeah. Well, maybe that but they well still came down. They still came down here. And beat the the insult was they didn't think they needed to play him. And they exactly, didn't. and they didn't at all. It, the golf and class, like the, the 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 golf between the class between our players and theirs is huge. Players who we think are like you know what they contribute. They look like garbage when we play Atlanta, like Will Johnson, guys like that, Sasha. Right? They they how sorry they they really are and how mediocre our roster is is exasperated when we play Atlanta. They just dance around players. They just dribble right around them. You know, Jonathan Nagby was just like gliding around, doing whatever he wanted when he wanted. But and to be fair, just, though, like I watched Atlanta against NYC this weekend, and like the first sixty minutes of that game was just like these two teams are not very good soccer teams so like you know atlanta like i think they just show up and play out and i feel like against orlando they just have that extra you know yeah umph to to show up and play your best friggin' game because you see on short weeks rest they go back home they play a home game and they just scoot by you know what i mean they just play defense and like they just got by but mm-hmm. against us they just run run right at us they're like we hate this guy these guys yeah i don't get it well i mean yeah. i get it i mean it has to be with Probably all of our animosity as a uh, as a fan, a, yeah. a conglomerate of fans. Because I mean, you, you get together and there's just no. I've never I've never seen. I've been to you know a lot of rivalries in sports: Florida, Florida State, Florida Miami, Florida State Miami. You know, I've been uh, Bengals and Steelers. You see that, you know, but. This is more like Bengals and Steelers, where it's just the I Steelers. Just, I mean, even that is, is not. I mean, it's yeah. just there's just something about the the quote unquote rivalry, which yeah, they obviously skips care. the part of like you know, oh, you have to win to be a rival. It doesn't really work that way when there's as much hatred as there is. No, and you you saw. I mean, you saw um, Merrim was uh, getting no love from the wall. Des- oh, yeah. You know, deservedly in my opinion. I don't care. The wall was was uh, was as full as I've ever seen it. This is probably the best atmosphere I've ever seen in an Orlando City game. Uh, sections that are no, are not normally loud were loud, and everybody wanted this really bad. It was really tense, and, and you know, it was just a tense atmosphere. I felt like you could cut a piece of air. It was just like thick. Everybody was just nervous and ready and excited to beat Atlanta for the first time and for it to equal the finals. And Cleon, how do we do? You know what makes it? Like you know that? what? You know what makes <laughs> it so bad for me, man? Mm. Is that was one of the first. I had zero 
I wasn't nervous at all. Oh, I was nervous. Bro, nervous I was everything. not nervous at all. I was 100% confident we were going to win that game. 100%. I had zero doubt. And I've never, especially against Atlanta or somebody good like that, never feel like that. Really? I had 100%. Like, there was no doubt in my mind. There was no way possible we were going to lose that game. I don't think I've ever had 100% certainty. That was the first time win. ever for me as far never. as this team goes. Really? I, thought it was I had 100% confidence. Wow. I thought it was convenient how in the first half, Atlanta, although they didn't make both opportunities, they got away with two serious, obviously, offside calls. And then when Dom put his away, I mean, can't we just get one? There's no VAR. Can't we just get no, just he was the, way too far. He was way too oh, far. Oh, but you should. I mean, the two that were on Atlanta, the other line judge must have been asleep. Those guys were three, four yards offside, I think we, too. I think we were just privy to the wrong angles. Like, um, Cleon was next to was next to Dom's. And um, and uh, what's it called? He could see how offsides Dom was. We were on the other side. And uh, we saw how offsides Pity Martinez was. Yeah, well, yeah. What's around the guy's head? Like, the top, the very back of his head, it just protrudes. <laughs> Like that had to be a C-section because that just <laughs> oh my doesn't work out. I just thought that was weird. He was like five feet away from us, and and uh, yeah, dude, you're such divers. It's just a frustrating team to watch. How about Miriam's head? That new lock of locks of hair. That yeah, he's got man. Miriam gave field. Hey, field turf. Good job. <laughs> oh <laughs> my! God. You got him right there. Yeah, that was that's impressive, man. Ooh, Talk about we, that. We, yeah, we should have used that joke during the yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been good. Field turf. The, the folks that brought you Justin Miram's <laughs> new fade. I mean, I, I knew they did Atlanta's turf. I didn't know they did all the turf. Yeah, they did that for sure. <laughs> so they, I mean, we have a, like a, a good momentum building play. They just tackle you, right? They literally tackled Sasha Cluston, and then and then they just fall all the time. Pity Martinez. I think I counted. He fell eleven times right about and he got like two or three calls how many he fell in the box twice oh it was and, bad on, and didn't, on and didn't, Saturday too yeah did, didn't get like a yellow for for simulation Barco fell down it's just a cynical disgusting way of playing soccer it's it's what I hate the most about soccer that's not part of the game I don't hear any of that crap that's just a lame pansy way of playing and and they do that and they um then they have the quality to to actually turn it on when they want to so it's very annoying. And then once they got up one nothing, they basically made defensive subs, let Carlton run around, and then they put on Pogba's little brother. And then they went four at the back, I guess. And then they um when Miriam got hurt and uh they just let us just run around sideways and pinched us in the middle, made us go wide and we kept going long balls and, and nothing came of it. It if Dom was on side, you know, I don't know. maybe he made the chip because there was no pressure. I mean, he had a great chance where he was on side too. So then Nani laid one out, and everyone's like, "Nani had a bad game." I guess you know, I view Nani differently. I view Nani and wingers generally as people who try to make things happen, so they're going to have more turnovers. And he had some dumb ones, and he's been having some dumb ones. But they said the same about Kaká. Some of these guys are trying to make things happen. He's not just taking the easy sideways pass. I so, mean, Dom, so Dom should so, finish that chance, yeah, and, and Sasha should finish. So, with that chance. being said, it's like, would anybody give a crap about those turnovers if we converted two easy shots? Yeah. Um, and Dianani would have had two assists. I don't think so. Clan, I want to ask you what you think about the last substitute. Because obviously we're down 1-0, and it's not a midseason game. It's not a MLS game. It's not we have 9, 10, 11, 12 games left. Let's play for whatever. I don't know, staying healthy or whatever we were playing for. But we're down 1-0, 75th, 80th minute, and our left back is hurt. Will Johnson's on the pitch, obviously can play everywhere, and was going to go 90 anyways due to the sub that we made. And we sub in Alex DeJohn to play left back. 
Uh, well, actually, to play center back, even worse, to play center back and then move Janssen to left back with his left foot, I think, is what actually happened. Well, left so, center back, yeah. So I want to know, because just in the moment, I yeah, mean, we, we saw to, it. We, we were, went to the three back and immediately gave up a goal. We saw it. We were sitting right by the bench and James O'Connor, and he was just, I mean, it looked like a lost puppy. James O'Connor was doing circles, running circles, asking the bench, asking his coaches, figuring out how to do this. Coaches were asking James, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We need a sub. What do we got to do? And all of a sudden, you see the guy come running down and say, Alex, Alex. And Dijon starts running up, and immediately it just felt like the wrong decision. What, what, what was your thoughts on that? I just – I don't even know if this is necessarily – I mean, a defender did get hurt, so he brought in a defender. But, I mean, I mean, like, it, it would have made more sense just to, just to move, move uh, Johnson or something like that because, I mean, we changed the whole shape. The whole shape. You know what I mean? We changed the whole shape. Then you immediately you immediately give up a goal. We didn't even get the ball back immediately after the sub. And the and goal. I don't. I mean, ever since every and every time this happens, when he makes one of these types of late subs and changes us to a three back lately from the from the uh, four three three, and it happened when we went from three. We to four. immediately give up a goal. Yeah, and that's that's not the first time it's happened. It's happened multiple times. Um, why do I? I don't know, man. It doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. Uh, I I just I don't get it. I just I don't get that at all. Well, yeah, get, just, get, just messing with the shape and stuff like that. Like you've been going the whole you've been going the whole game. Man. You only, me, they right, only have one game. They only have one goal up until that point. Right by the players warming up. I mean, to me, it looked like Uri was he was ready to go. I mean, Uri was, was ready fired to go. Up. He was fired up the whole time. I would have loved. I mean, just just by looking at the sideline, looking at the players, and being that close and seeing like just I don't know, being judgmental and seeing maybe which one's the most ready. I mean, Rossell. I mean, he. Would you agree? I mean, he was like I he, guess, but like what? I mean, Rossell's not had the Kobe exact, look, you know. He, with he the did teeth showing. He know? did, but was I mean, is he really an offensive sub? Yeah. You know? What was he so going to do? Gonna I mean, you move Johnson to left back, and then you've got a midfield spot the, open. The, so. the thing about the, we didn't the problem, have any attacking subs left. The on thing the bench. about the shape is 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 the right comment, like how how we suck when we switch shapes, which is a lack of training. I think you know, lack of acumen, a lack of the ability. Sometimes you have to change shape. You get a guy, a uh, player gets a red card, and he got changed shape. Things like that that happen. You, you need to preserve a lead. You need to attack. You change shape. So that that sucks. But at the same time, if you do three at the back, you can move more people forward, and you can have more numbers. And theoretically, you should have more people in the midfield. What happened when we went three at the back, they did attack that spot, but then they had to throw in. But at the same time, we tried to trap, and it was lazy. And then, then Will Johnson was just probably gassed, and Remedy just runs down, yeah. runs down. And then Benji lost um he lost with carlton or or somebody else he lost somebody behind him or he handed him off to ruin and ruin was stuck on an island and then and then hyman you know then signing you know the, the atlanta runs they run good plays it's like in football you run like a a certain route which makes a person make a choice and you have a route going the other way depending on that choice yep. right so Heinemann made a, a run, and Sané had to make a choice. Huron made, made a choice, and then the choice e- equaled out to space. So I don't know if, you know, it, it, the, the goal was not on the left. Everyone keeps saying the goal was on the left. It wasn't. It was on the right. It, yeah, but it, it originated on the left. It did, but it was I a mean, throw Dijon in. should have forced it was, a corner right there. I mean, pity. Drip brings it all the way to the touchline. They had and a throw in. Yeah, they forced Wait, them. They forced no, no, them. They, they, they threw they the ball the in, and, and then and then Pity ran the ball all the way down the the our left their right flank. But it, and they cut you're them telling off. me a corner is better than a throw in? I mean, no. it's not. I mean, a throw in's not the, better than a throw in. No, that's throw, what happened. It happened after that. You force a corner, and then that you have the throw in, and then you have the corner. They're not coexist. They're not, no, they, no, they, they scored off a throw in. No, they okay. So they threw the ball in. Yeah. 
And then they failed to trap. It was a Mueller. Mueller and DeJong. Mueller, no, Mueller and, and, and Will Petty Johnson. And took it all the way to the touchline, basically. Yeah. To the goal line. And, yeah, and then they went. Then they went. And then, then Petty just turned around, yeah, passed it back, it back and, and then, then they, they, they just wrestled. Just, just, there was, there was a trap there where Mueller and Will Johnson yep. had a guy in the sideline, and they didn't trap him tightly. They pass it to Remedy, and then Will Johnson jogs after him and then hustles. And then, and then Remedy goes from all the way to the right to the center and then then dinks it over the top yep. to whoever it was who dinked it back to Heinemann. I just so my, tra- my point is, is what part I mean and like the, yeah yeah but that was Mueller out, that was Mueller and Will Johnson so that's midfield numbers there in the in the first place and then there was just gassed at that point I think and we, we should have had our midfield more congested if depending on how you do the three at the back yeah. you know so it, and it was just I mean it was my, just just crap and my, Benji lost his runner too I think I think he yeah passed that's the I mean that's too. what caused it what caused it is Benji Benji, Benji he started he ball watched he did. Benji ball watched and he just let uh he let Remedi run right by him. He was he was marking Remedi. Uh the ball went up in the air and Benji was watching the ball in the air and he lost track of Wait, who's you know, the one who passed mark. it in the air to it to I, the first I don't guy. remember which Yeah, whoever that was, but, yeah. But um they will Johnson should have got better with that. I mean, they just Benji shouldn't have let his guy just run free like that. Yeah, yeah. Um I can't imagine it was designed that he's supposed to let him run. So yeah. I'm going to assume he should have followed his guy and yeah. uh, he you know kept kept something on him. Yeah, exactly. But he he let his guy run free to the back, and Ruan had to run over there to um, to, to cover that. him. And, and in the process, he had to leave. Ruan had to leave yeah. Hyman. Yeah. And then Sané, he tried to recover, but it, you know, yeah, and, Sané. And Hyman did a smart run. Hyman Hyman ran like 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 almost like a like a rainbow sort of right. He, yep. he ran back, got on side. And and he did that, but when he did that, there was another runner there. So I mean, that's just that's just good coaching, and well designed, and smart players. Then it was a really weird hit too. Yeah, and he well, he like goal he, was weird. Yeah, he I swung mean, like he seemed like he wound up like he was gonna blast it, uh-huh. and it was like a it was like a knuckle. What do you? It was like a knuckleball or like a curveball. Yeah, something. like a screwball, and yeah. it just died. <laughs> yeah, it died. It's like, it bounced I, down. I thought he was going to blast it from where he was, and he wound up and everything. And he went, he went to kick, it, and the ball just went like. Doop. Yeah, at first just I thought, at first I thought Grin was like, dude, but it, it actually like like he got down and like bounced over his yeah. hand. Yeah, it, it was a weird. It was a really the only weird person hit. I've seen do that is Mesut Ozil. He purposely hits the ball down on those shots instead of chipping the goalie. And he chips him by hitting it down above the goalie. I don't think Hyman did that on purpose. He it's kinda, almost like Hyman mistimed it or something. Yeah, he kind of shanked so it. So it just kind of yeah, it kind of got shanked. But look, the point is, if if Benji tracks his man who. The three at the back thing isn't isn't a problem. Isn't a problem yeah. though. Yeah. yeah and, and look, look. Let's talk about Benji being in the game. Okay, we we had Dom Dwyer who had a a good chance from from Nani to put the game away. He could have just passed it to the to the far post, right? A good striker finishes that. Could have taken a touch. He would have got fouled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good I mean, strike. I haven't seen Dom beat a guy like that in a year. Yeah, for real. That, yeah, he for, had him beat by a step and a half, two steps. Yeah, he he just I don't know, man. He just he just I don't know what's wrong. I, I've with been that, saying, he, well, with Dom's touch, if he would have just taken a touch, it probably would have went in the goal. <laughs> They're so heavy, so. <laughs> that's true. Just, yeah. a, just a touch. You don't shoot it, dude. Just take a touch. Yeah, for don't want to don't want time it, buddy. Just just one touch it into the goal. But not, nonetheless, uh, Dom Dom had that we would have been one zero the first fifteen minutes. We 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 always play like we're bunkering anyways, right? We parked mm-hmm. the bus. That's our default. But the other things I saw in this game was that we were afraid to make some passes. We were afraid of their counter. We were afraid to go in for the loose balls. We were second to every seek, every single second ball. Loose balls we were late to. We were late to react. Loose balls in our box, we were late to react, right? They just they played better than us in every facet. They yep. went after it more. They weren't afraid to make contact. They weren't afraid. We were afraid to foul them. We were afraid to get caught. And this this goes to coaching a little bit. This is like the this fear that the players are not allowed to like just go for it, express themselves, take a bit of a risk. 
risk. We're so like risk adverse. It has to be part of the mentality. It has to be coming from the top down. We're so risk averse. So many people pass when they should shoot. Yeah. They they don't they, you know they don't make the right they don't make the right moves. They're just, they're they're like paralyzed. Oh, what am I supposed to do? Is that too risky? And and Atlanta took advantage of that. And that's how they kept so much possession. Anytime they'd press us, we'd pass it backwards. We'd we'd hit a long ball to to, to Dom, who wouldn't get it, and we lose it. We cannot sustain this many shots on goal uh, against us by by not keeping possession ever. They keep lauding our lack of possession, but our players are tired, which means we cannot attack. Which means you you get tired at the end, and that is why Alex, you have those stats. Why we keep giving up um, leads in the seventy five minute and later? Oh my goodness! It's because we never have the ball, and we're chasing, we're chasing, we're chasing, we're chasing, and we're hoping, we're hoping people miss. If you look at how many shots we block per game, it's insane. How many shots are off target, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's there's it's a like lot of luck. Break is what they call it in, in America. Yeah, but, but, don't but, break, you know? and that that just Atlanta is too good of quality to do that. I said it last week. We did bend and don't break against Dallas, who's not good. We can't. If we do that against Atlanta, we're going to lose. Yep. That's what happened. And I want to talk about the sub thing. We're down one nothing, and then we have two point three million dollars come out of the game in Sasha Kleshin and Don Dwyer to try to stay in a one nothing game. Mm-hmm. Our number ten and our star striker DP, one DP that got bought down and one DP, and we are taking that out. In order to try to get back in the game, and their answer is a guy who was a four-year college player, which means you know probably you know there's a reason he was there for four years, and then and then a rookie. And that's our answer to come back to Atlanta United is we can bring in a rookie who who's who's had his moments, but that that doesn't tell you how we've misallocated funds and why we have a golf and talent. I don't know what's going to tell you that. And that's absurd. To add on to that, you have the two point three that came off, and then. Close, damn near close to a million dollars. I just lost track of his man and l- allowed the, the second goal. I mean, I know it was Benji lost track of his man too, but Sane was just dilly down at the top of the box. And meanwhile, I think Sane uh, was in a pickle. Where did I go? Name, yeah, know, I can't put the one. Right I, I, originally, I thought it was on Sane, but after seeing yeah. him, after watching it back, I'm with Cleon. After watching Sane, he just played a ton. But here's my problem with the sub. I'll tell you right now, and it has to go with keep the shape. Is that I don't like how you sub him out and then. You have this awesome pairing with Sané and Janssen, who've been fantastic all year. They obviously communicate they well They still together. have their moments, though. They have their <laughs> moments, but they've been they've been amazingly better than what we've seen in the past. Yeah, yeah this is by so, far the best center-back pairing. I ever. mean, the the last time you see a center-back of either one of those qualities, especially Janssen, is like, I, I can think of as uh, Aurelian Collin the first year. You know what I mean? And, and Janssen still maybe more know, consistent, more, more, consistent more better than him. But the point is, is that you have these two center backs that have obviously this developed uh, chemistry with each other, and you bring on a guy you have. They, you apparently you have to bring on. That's what James O'Connor thinks. So you have to sub a defender with a uh, defender, and he sticks him right in between them. Mm. That's my problem. Yeah, you stick him right in between them. You, you are not only messing with the shape, but then you're literally sticking a guy right in between your two solid center backs that have not only played together for most of the season. But have also played together for the last seventy-five minutes, right yeah. next and, to each other. And John played um, on the right side of, of yeah, the, the back three in Atlanta. Just stick to John. I mean, you could keep the shape, stick with your four back, and put John out in the left back. You I would have rather seen that than sticking John right no. in, in, in. I would between. put John at right back and then move Sonny to the middle and Johnson to the left. Anybody just keeping. Keep I just together. think sticking them to sticking DeJon right in the middle of that was just a recipe for disaster, and we got disaster, unfortunately. Um, but enough about that. Well, not really. Uh, Cleon's got this kind of rhetorical question here. Are we ever going to beat Atlanta? But I think, I mean, eventually ever will come. But we do play them one more time this year. 
uh, at home in two and a half weeks, one and a half weeks. I think it's next Saturday <laughs> or two Saturdays from now, one of the two. But we do play them uh, again. It will be the final time we play them this year, uh, barring any playoff. Um, yeah, we play them on the Friday the 23rd. Friday the 23rd. So Friday night game, maybe not a lot of away contingent. What do you guys think? Uh any chance to beat them there during our during our run at home, Glenn? You mentioned before, or not? Here. It's, it's here, isn't it? It's here. It's yeah. here. And you mentioned before that in, in MLS, it's um, they haven't been stellar on the road this year. I mean, any you got any? Yeah, hope? but they just beat us. You have any faith at all? <laughs> they just beat us here. Yeah, maybe that helps. So it's like maybe I don't. Like, I don't get it, man. Like it, everything, like everything they got, says they should not keep beating us. Maybe they got their uh, their satisfaction what, from knocking what, what us out. What says the cup. that? Like everything they're, you they're just can't, you can't just be, keep beating somebody. It doesn't matter. I agree. It's they're better than I FC mean, Cincy. They, they lost. A, they tied. Are they better than Cincinnati? Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah, went well, over there. I'm and, saying they're better now than they were then. We should have beat them or tied them and Atlanta. But we haven't. I mean, we have gotten better in some ways, but they've gotten markedly better. Yep. By the time they come here next Friday, they'll be in first place. You think they're going to want to give up the shield that they blew last year? They're not. They're they have no chance to win this like, shield. They have zero chance to win the shield. Why? They'll be first place in the matter. There's of time. no shield for the Eastern Conference. LAFC's already got the shield. No, I'm, uh, Atlanta. I'm talking. I mean, oh, you mean they want? Oh, I mean, you're talking. Yeah, sorry, not the shield. Sorry, not the shield. Field I'm talking about like the yeah window. First round by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Win the yeah. East. LAFC's got the shield. Yeah, they might as well give it to them. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. Captain America gave it to the other dude. I, I mean, I, I I'm with I'm with uh, Eddie. I'm on the Y train. I mean, yeah. I feel what you say, Cleon. That is due. You're looking but at it like math. Like there's a probability. Okay, bro. Everybody, you can't it, look. It's they true. just can't keep beating forever. It, it doesn't make sense. It's true. In MLS, everybody beats Miami everybody. FC beat them. That's true. Miami yeah, that's FC true. beat them. That's true. Yeah, the but only they don't team get up in Florida. Florida. The only they team don't that, get up that, for Miami FC like they do for Orlando City. No, that's they don't have to. It's MPSL. It's funny how all the all their fans want to say, "Oh, it's not a it's not a rivalry." When you guys don't win, but I think we can all be in agreement. Atlanta plays better against Orlando City than they do practically anybody else. I mean, you yeah. could watch them in any other game, especially this season. Well, they're undefeated against us, so I guess you. I mean, yeah, you that's, really that's true. Yeah, but I mean, there are some teams that, that that look pretty good against. I mean, there's us. times when you watch Atlanta and you're just like, it's like Kai Kamara. Like that guy falls asleep for the entire season, but then he plays Orlando City and he sees the purple, and it's like, oh, let me score two or three goals. Yeah, I mean, it happens every time. Josie almost should have scored <laughs> against us uh, this weekend, and he's got six goals in seven games against us. I was impressed with how they took Josie out of the, the ball game. Yeah. But let's move on to that, I guess. Yeah, well, I, I, look, I, I don't, to the answer your question, no, I don't think we beat him this year. We'll beat him next year. I've been saying since Atlanta away that we were going to beat them this year uh, at that, that game. I didn't know that we were going to play Open Cup against them. I probably would have said that there's no chance just because it's a me- more meaningful game than the 28th game of the regular season in MLS. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, there's every game Atlanta versus Orlando City is meaningful. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, there's probably going to be something to do with that game. Uh, maybe they will have the chance to knock us out. You yeah. know, maybe they'll oh have a chance to do something oh else. Oh, my God. No. Last year, but they, there's going to be a reason for them to get up. And play. The Look, match. Joseph does not do enough video to anybody else but us. <laughs> exactly. Obviously, there's a rivalry. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to Toronto. TFC on the road. Let's talk about that result. This is the only words that I have for it. Uh, 1-1 draw on the road. Once again, we have Dom Dwyer and Sasha Kleshin in the, you know, coming in and not doing much. Y'all didn't even bring up Kleshin. Kleshin... He should have had a goal over there as well. Yeah, and he put one on a platter for him in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yeah. That was yeah. more than a platter, Atlanta. my friend. That, that was a little half volley, but man, all he had to do is just square it, basically. He's just a professional. Beautiful. He makes a million dollars a year. 
Yeah, that should be automatic. That should have been. That's why everybody was like, Gu- oh, Gu- he automatic. had so much of the goal to make that in because Guzan was all the way on the left. He had time to take a little one of his pillow the, touches and then he, pass it he, if he wanted. He could have did a touch and rolled it in with his mustache. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's how much time he had. No, that that was that was trash, man. And we, the, he he was he played like trash, and then his pace. I mean, just just getting dribbled around the midfield. You ever see that when we press and the guy just takes one step and gets around us? It's infuriating. It man. is true. People it, got all over Dom, and I mean, I would argue that Dom's, uh, not even argue, Dom's chance was harder to finish than Sasha's chance. I would say. I mean, Nani's pass came in on a bullet. No, and no, he hit it slow to him. Both, and it was rolling. Them, it was look, both of them should have made it, but Sasha's had Sasha a was four feet Sasha, away. Sasha had a little hop. He was closer. Was, Sasha was closer than damn Dom was. Dom put Sasha it, was Dom put it up with a with a. Uh, Pretty much where the he, screen he is, hit the, bro. He hit the he hit the Rivas section, yeah. but um the the uh, the Heineken sign. Rivas no. Rivas would at least have it in the right direction. It's just too high. Yeah, man. See, the Dom hit the dipping dots over there. You know, he's, he's dead to- center and he's dead center and just sent it. He literally hit the guy to give my tickets, my uh, my extra tickets to. <laughs> yeah, the, what, Sasha's was on a half little half body, but he should have put that away. Uh, I, Dom's was just rolling right to him, where he just he blew it. But uh, yeah. I could see it inside. I mean, we were sitting right there. I could see it go through Sasha's head immediately. Like here we go. Yeah, again. we were right right lined I up. Mean, with as that. soon as he missed it, you could see him run off or just jog through it, jog through the miss, and just you could see it in his eyes. Like here we go again. We're gonna lose Atlanta again. Yeah, At that point, I knew when as soon as he missed that. It was over because yeah. I saw it in Sasha's eyes. He was like, "It's just not happening tonight." But yeah, fellas, yeah, yeah. We, we, were, we were we were we were right in line with that. And I, I yelled, "Sasha, what is the point of you? Like, what <laughs> what are you here for? Like, what do you do?" I, I, I lost it there. There's a lot of guys that would take half the salary and finish that, but yeah, maybe it's just Orlando you, you, City. You, I don't know. You know that I mean, whole international restriction hurt us because you know who who's been playing good in the midfield that would have been better than Sasha's Asquez. Ash is making these runs in the middle and all these things. Asquez has been our better. Yeah, yeah, that, Asquez has probably us. been our best player the last Wouldn't two, three games. Wouldn't it be cool games? to see a Asquez and Higita midfield? Just something that we've dreamed about that can we can never get, I guess. What, and Mendez? Yeah, and Mendez. Oh, oh. No, man. Yeah, you can't, you can't put three people who are, live in neighboring countries together. Yeah, well, we, got, we, we got a whole other midfielder now. Because so. even Asquez and... Uh, Somebody got to sit down. Asquez and Higita are, are starting to get that... Sniff for goal, you know what I mean. So, yeah. and the Mendez back there, Perea may not have to play this year. That was a hush joke. your mouth. <laughs> yeah, stop it. <laughs> but he's still uh, getting acclimated, so you know, paperwork that LA apparently can do quicker than we can. We'll get to the that. paperwork. I don't believe the paperwork because uh, MLS though. is always right, and Cleon found that last yeah. on August the seventh, and then they wanted to say it just got like, done this Monday. Like, no, no, no. Cleon's an paper, The paperwork's Cleon, done. Cleon's paperwork's been done. Yeah. It was done for Toronto already, and I don't know why he didn't play, but that's coach's decision. Yeah, I think like, Cleon's an anchor baby. He knows about the paperwork being done. I mean, MLS w- says on their site, we put the player on here once all paperwork has been received. And it's basically in capitalized he letters. He was eligible to play. So Yeah, he was. Did you did you see that, or are you just saying that's how the normal process is? Well, it was reported no, today that, that, yeah. it was, oh, okay. that he was not available and that the paperwork just got in Monday was what was reported. That's, that's not the way they said it. But, yeah, yeah, not, I agree uh, more no. so. Julia, Julia Poe, Julia Poe asked, asked the coaches on, and they said it was coach's decision. It's. It's not paperwork. Yeah. Well, um, so what do you guys think? I mean, speaking of Toronto, TFC, we play typical Orlando City ball for 60 minutes, 55 minutes. We bunker down, hold back. Toronto's got that double. I mean, we shut down Toronto. Michael Bradley, I haven't seen him play so horribly since the U.S. played at Trinidad. I mean, he (laughs) was just absolutely miserable. Never forget. Uh, Josie Altidore had one touch in the the box in the first half. I didn't even see him. In the first half, he had one touch, and it was that skimmer header, I think, that he uh, barely even got his head on. 
Um, so defensively, I mean, Zello, he really wasn't doing nothing. Defensively, yeah. hit the post. I mean, he he ate Yuri's lunch and hit the post. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, defensively in the first half was very, very good. Yeah, and just again, just absolutely no hint at offense. Uh, no, not even trying. It wasn't even trying. I know Kyle. I mean, yeah, everybody got on trying. me about the Kyle Smith. Uh, they were trying, bait, but. I nothing I said was wrong. I said he can't do anything in the attacking half. I didn't say he was terrible we, defensively. He had that one moment where he uh, looped he around got the past guy. one player. Yeah. one out of nine. That was a good moment, though. You got lucky. That's that what that is. Blind squirrel theory. Broken clocks <laughs> right once tw- or twice a day. So, yeah, you know it's it's just when you set up like that, you have Kamal Miller at left back. You yeah. have your typical center back pairing. So you're starting three center backs and Kyle Smith. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, come on, Miller. I mean, we have two left backs. What is wrong with Danilo Acosta? I don't know. He and liked uh, Graham's tweet about did we forget about him. Yeah, I mean, they they, they must, to me, they, they, they've seen what they needed to see, and then you know, just got to let the loan expire. I mean, what else is there? That's the only thing that makes sense. I agree. I mean, come on, Miller's been fantastic. I didn't have much. For, but, I mean, he has the same problem with, as Kyle Smith. Is that you just have no good. chance of anything coming from the pl- on flanks, and all that does is put more pressure on Nani. Who's yeah. the only guy out there? Robinho right now. was working his butt off going back. I mean, Mueller's I don't know if Correa can back. do anything to help that lineup. To be honest with you, uh, I mean, you have Benji come in, a great ball from Mueller. Gets a Benji takes a phenomenal first touch. You couldn't mm. have done it more perfect. No, uh, put it right where it needed to be, and then he slotted it home. He finished it. <gasps> yeah, just I didn't even know what to think because it was a it was a clear and obvious goal. And what have we done with those this year? We mm-hmm. put them over the net or into the side, the the back bar, or yeah, whatever. That's it is. two shots in MLS, two goals for him. So I mean, Benji was fantastic, and then five minutes later, he turns around and gives up the foul. Yeah, gets beat and gives up the foul. So it was zero zero. If Benji doesn't come on, and it was one one with Benji. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Richie Larea was giving our, um, you know, Kamal Miller the business for a bit. He was. Yeah. He, he's. Um. I thought he was should have been a winger here, anyways, when he was here, and we didn't he was know where to play back, him. Larea. Huh? He was playing uh, right back. They started him at right back. Well, he looked. He was so high up. He looked like a right winger to they me. They made a big deal on they, that on uh, the broadcast. They. Uh, yeah, I always thought he. You know, he had. The, I said last year what you were doing three at the back. We should do, have him as a right wing back. He's got pace for days. Yeah, that's what he, find him. Yeah. Right yeah, but he. he yeah, he, uh, he was so far up high. He was in the touchline. How many times? Yep. He, he he should have put in a rebound from Josie's shot. Yeah, that right? was a clear. He, sh- he, clear he had another one where he skimmed it and they, they got a corner kick. Right, mm-hmm. Larea should have scored two goals himself, but he was working Kamal Miller. So Richie Larea was working him. So that that that's that's not ideal. And um, he's such a diver, though. My goodness, I mean, he, he got us that lucky penalty last year. Remember, he he dove in the box and. He got us a penalty, so that was annoying. Ben- I don't Benji- remember anything about last year. I yeah. blocked it out like a well, bad dream. Well, well Benji, Benji should have known a little better, and uh, and luckily VAR saved us, and that was the correct call. But but that led to the to the goal. We left Michael Bradley unmarked, and uh, here we go. That was dumb. Why did oh, we leave a guy like that unmarked? Cleon, were you satisfied with the draw on the road in Toronto? Or, I mean, overall from 10,000 feet, were you satisfied? And then when you look at how it transpired, were you satisfied? No. No, because we—I mean, we needed—we needed the three, man. We needed three, and it was there. It's the same. It's the same thing as a couple other games you had, like the three. I mean, if if you were to fall back for it, maybe I'll say whatever. They salvaged a point, but we didn't salvage point. We gave away two. Here's my thing: is you remember when Galaxy and Red Bull came here and they beat us one zero, and both times we technically want to say, oh, we outplayed them. We just didn't get the ball to go in the net, and it didn't finish, and that's an unlucky result. That's soccer. That's the way it works. Not all results are deserved. Not all results are lucky. Not all, I mean, 
those results happen, and we seem to be missing those results. I would, we have four, I've said this, we've tweeted this four times this year. We're on the road, and we have a lead in the 75th minute or later, and we've gotten four draws out of that. Even if we take two of those, two two of those games, and we get the points, you know, leaving out like the Portland game where we just took a B team and we were lucky to have a lead going into the 75th minute. But if you take like the Chicago game and the Toronto game. You're talking about four extra points. We're above the red line right now. Yep. We would be above the red line. So when we talk, sixth. yeah, six, sixth place. And with, with, you know, and, and, and not only that, but we would be seven, eight points out of first place. So, I mean, you're in literally in the thick of things, but that's the difference between a good and a great team. And to me, it's just really, really, really frustrating because the first game of the year that we got into that, we converted it. We were at Red Bull. And we got a 1-0 lead in the second half, and we held on against Red Bull. So the very first time we had that opportunity, we did it. And then the next four times, it's like they totally, totally forgot. Yeah, well, we thought we learned from the, from the Chicago game, and then we apparently did it. Yeah, I mean, or yeah, the next three times, I mean, it's just been, you just give away these points. And I, I, I'm not so harping on the, the um, Portland game, like I said, because we went over there. But, I mean, when you're playing Philadelphia, and Philadelphia, Chicago, Toronto, those are... That's six points mm-hmm. that you should have easily got. Forget the fact that they're above you in the standings right now and do the math on that. Chicago, would, we'd be five points ahead of Chicago if, if we got those results in. We'd be four, three or four points ahead of Toronto. Instead, we're three points back. So that, that's frustrating to me. And another thing that's really frustrating to me is I know those are all road results, but you look at the team and, and these, these games that we've played, these home and homes, and we talked about the schedule revamp at the beginning of the season – and how you play everybody once at home and everybody once on the road, you look at teams like the Red Bulls, who we go into Red Bull Arena and we beat them, we get three points, and then we allow them to come to Orlando and they get three points. That's unacceptable. We should have at least had four points against Red Bull this year, especially when you get a result on the road. Probably should have taken all six, right? Philadelphia, sure, they're a great team. You allow them to come here and wreck you. You don't show up. Mm -hmm. You lose Mm 3-1. It wasn't even that close. And then you go on the road two weeks later and you tie. You get a point. Same thing with Toronto. They come here and they wreck us 2-0. wasn't even that close. We go on the road and get a point. For me, Montreal. Come here. Don't even show up. It's 3-0. Three, it's three, three don't even show up. And then we go on the road and we demolish them. Yeah. So you think of the opportunities that we've had. Forget the points where we're, we're up one. But you think of the opportunities that we've had at home and we've lost them. I mean, that's a main contributor as to why we're on the bottom half of the table right now and why we're scratching and fighting to be a playoff team when we have the third best expected goals against or fourth best in, in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. And then look at the, the the problem is is what I was talking about earlier. We we play very compact, right? And then on defense, we chase a lot. We let people have the ball a lot. We chase, 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 and we don't have numbers to counter or necessarily the pace to counter, right? We expect us to put away chances like we did against Dallas, where you get four shots, six shots and put away two. We don't have the consistently clinical players to do to play that way. Park the bus and take your chances. We we can't park we the bus. The speed we don't have the, the speed. We the don't have the, the players class. to do that, and we don't have the class to do that. So what we do is we take a barrage of shots and then hope we hang on, right? And then it wears people out. And that's why you see the rotation, and you see guys playing – who center backs playing left back. You see guys playing out of position. You see rotation. You see Robinho come in once every few weeks. See guys who look like they haven't played with each other for a while because they get so worn out. And it, those those um, road draws that we gave up, Philly, we had 21 shots faced against 
against seven in our favor. Seven against Ch- Chicago, two from us. 25-2 to two against Portland, right? Um, we've only scored more than two goals on three occasions uh, well, against three terrible teams, Montreal, um, uh, Cincinnati, and Colorado. Yep. That is it. We, we, we can't keep winning with this, like, skimming out 1982, you know, English soccer. And we face too many chances. Revolution, 20 shots to six. Columbus, 11 to four at home. Dallas, 11 to nine. TFC, 18 to five. Four shots blocked. And then um, we, had, um, we had Red Bulls is the only one, the one where we lost 1-0. We had more shots than them, right? And then even the revs where you generate a lot of offense, it was 20 to 17 still on that one. And Atlanta, 15 to 12. And that's because at the end, they had 12 at halftime. Atlanta had 12 at halftime. It it is not a sustainable way to win. I don't know if O'Connor's doing this just because of the lack of talent, but I feel like we just play hesitant. I'm hoping we play a little more loose. We can't grind out draws. We don't have the luxury. So, no, a draw sucks. This would have been a six-point swing, a draw sucks it doesn't matter if it's on the road or anything or what does that mean in mls no draws are acceptable anymore you need to win and we can't grind out draws we will definitely miss these points cleon i want to ask you what you think it is that makes us one is it that makes us not be able to hold a lead and two what makes us horrible at home what do you think it is that makes us bad at home i mean i have a lot of theories myself you think it's i mean one thing I'll talk about, and we'll focus more on the home, the home form is, is um, you know, you see, I don't know, I, I was an ath- a player, an athlete, I, I feel like environments like the one that we produce at Orlando City is like, would be revered, and people would want to and come and love to play for this, right? But then I also feel that a lot of the guys, like Sasha Kleschen, enjoyed success in a league and at a home field where it's halfway filled. There's not a lot of pressure. Uh, Justin Miram in Columbus, he it's it was halfway field. There, there was you know halfway's being generous, but once again there just wasn't a lot of pressure. And then they come to Orlando, and there's a lot of pressure to to succeed, to be good, to you know hush out the crowd. Um, and I feel like some guys can't handle the pressure. And I feel like a lot of the roster that Jason Christ and Nikki Budalik put together um, was the opposite. It was guys that maybe were successful in leagues where 500 people, so 1,000 people, you know, 2,500 people showed up to your games, and there's just not a lot of pressure in those leagues, you know, but then or in those teams. And then you come to Orlando, and it's the wall and, you know, immense South American atmosphere and, and, you know, stuff that we pride ourselves on. Do you have any thought, any potential solvent to the problem of miserable home form really ever since we've gotten into our new awesome stadium? I don't think – I honestly don't think it has to do with any of that. I mean, because when you look at the other teams that are like, that have that same type of situation, you have Portland, you have Seattle, you have Atlanta, you have teams like that, and all of them kill everybody at home. Yep. They all kill everybody at home. Mm-hmm. We we don't win because we don't score, and it's always exactly. been the case. Yep, it's always been. I'm sorry, it's always been the case except for when back when Heath was here, because mm-hmm. those teams we could score, but we couldn't defend anything. Yep, yep, anything. Mm-hmm. Then from from um, Christ on, basically. We just, offenses. Well, well, actually, even even our first our original team, they couldn't score either because we were running idiots at wing and stuff. Yeah, like the that. second year we got some. Yeah, that, the, the only back. year the yeah, only Molina. year we were able to score was that 2016. Molino, we had Baptista, Baptista, we had we had a healthy Molino, we had uh, MPG came in, 
Winter was getting goals. Uh, Kaka was scoring. Kyle Aaron. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We have scored. Laren. We yeah. We have scored um, goals. Two goals. Um, I believe five times. Two two goals or more. Five times all year. Three of those at home and two on the road. We we scored four against Colorado, who's trash at home. Five against FCC, who's double trash, and two against Dallas at home. You know who's also trash. And we scored two on Philly on the road, and then we scored three against Montreal on the scored, road. Didn't we score two uh, against NYC at home the very first game? Mm, did it, maybe I didn't go yeah, far. Yeah, too far back. It was two. Oh two yeah, draw. yeah, two two there. So we had two two. So we we scored two goals, which is a low. Either bar. way, it's horrible. Yeah, we've scored two goals six times, four of them at home, two on the road. That that's just not going to do it. And the only quality team we did that against was against NYCFC. The beginning of the at the beginning of the season, and no way the am first I game. saying when we talked about that's this not, too. That you can't win at home. That's why we lose at home. That right there. We have thirty three goals scored all year. Yes, and I'm not going to compare. I mean, I'm not comparing us to LFC or say, oh, we need to be more like LFC because obviously LFC is in their own zone. But just to respect what LFC is doing, their goal differential is forty. Yeah, yep. the goal differential. We have thirty three total goals. Uh, so scored. how many games have we played so far? And they have forty goals a different in one less game. How many goal how many <laughs> games have we played so far? How we many? played twenty five games. Twenty five games, right? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's crazy. Man. So it's, you're looking at like one point three three really one point three goals per game basically. Yeah, so now if you take away if you take away two games, you take away since in Colorado, that's nine goals. That leaves us with twenty four. Right? That means in uh, twenty three other games we were scoring barely a goal a game. Yep. We're at 33 mm-hmm. with nine goals in two games against two of the worst teams. Only team that that's means been we're barely scoring. doing that is Atletico Madrid, and they have just a few good. Guys and they have they team. have clinical guys like Antoine Griezmann <laughs> and Diego Costa. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they did. Well, you, you listen know. to like uh, when Mourinho was talking. Uh, if you're watching the Premier League, he oh. talks about defending in blocks and attacking in blocks. Yeah, and, and we, that really we defend sp- in blocks. We defend in blocks, but when we, we attack, attack, we do not attack no, in blocks. We expect three or four guys, maybe at best. Yeah. To go and do the the dirty work, and a part of that is it's such a counterattack league. Janssen and Sonny, they don't have the speed to come up. You know what I mean? They, no. I mean those you can't spend you can't send one of those guys up really without leaving yourself hugely exposed on the back end. Yeah, and they just got to kind of sit back there and 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 you know control possession and 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 stop the bleeding. Um, one thing I thought we have done better this year is another thing that Mourinho was talking about is what are you going to do when you lose the ball, anticipating losing the ball. I feel like we have been better at that, um, and that was a big problem with Jason Christ. Is yeah, that we, we lost just the ball, lose the ball one pass, and almost an automatic goal. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, the only time that we've seen that is um, Montreal. Really, is the only time that I could really think about yeah. it at home. And it was, so, we, we, when we attack, we we have like we expect Mueller to go do something, yep. and Nani, and then they get mad at Nani because he I mean, stands look at still. The guys but we have that we're we're depending on Mueller, who's a second year pro. People yeah. want him to be in the U.S. men's national team talking. F- I really just can't see it, to be honest. Was it four I mean, goals, two assists? But maybe in a couple years. Yeah. Um, you have Dom Dwyer, who's in the worst funk of his entire career, just had his second baby, and for all we know, maybe literally took the whole year off, basically. He's just, I mean, whatever. He's, Dom, been, he's been so bad. He's, he's been, been I mean, I'm, I root for him, and, and I, feel bad and at this I point. talk him up, I feel and, bad for and the guy. I just want him to score because I do feel bad for him, but it's hard not to think that it's like, 28-year-old guy got his $1.3 million contract a year, and he just knows I don't, he's not going to get that. anything I higher I, than I, that. I, I don't think it's that. I think it's. I think he's got an ego, and he cares, and I just think he just lost his mojo. It's like Austin Powers. Well, he just we lost need his, his freaking mojo to come back. And then you have and, Nani, who's played. And his mojo was overrated from the beginning. Nani's played since last September, basically. And he's 33 years old. We're expecting a 33-year-old guy to just eat everybody up who's, who's played 40 With games. no 30, 32 games. And he holds the ball, and then he looks over, and he's Will Johnson. And he's like, let me just hold it a little longer. <laughs> 
and see if something happens. <laughs> and I was like, why does he hold the balls along? He was looking at Will Johnson like, okay, yeah, yeah you want me to hurry up yeah, and give exactly. it to this guy? You pass him around. You pass him right back to me anyway. You pass him a round ball. He sends you a square one back. And uh, and then then you look around and you got Mueller who's who's working. Mueller's having to get deep to get the ball and he's working his pants off. And then you, you know you, you cross it in a Don Dwyer, lay lay that up to lay, give him a layup and then he bricks it. So I mean, it's, and it, we don't have the numbers. No one no one is like scared of our attackers. So we don't have the numbers going forward. So we, we have don't even no like block. we have a plan of attack, man. Like no. it's just and yeah, it's like I said, there. like I said this like. They're scared like, to what, they're 12 scared weeks to ago when I was like, y'all ever seen Coach Carter? And they just learned defense for the first like six games. And yeah. they're like, well, where's the offense, Coach? And he's like, don't worry. We got to learn defense first. It almost feels like it was, it's was. it been that way for like 25 weeks. It is. And they, they're they, just this, like, James, I, I'm just holding out hope that James O'Connor is maybe going to teach him offense the next breath. Yeah, they, they, this. And then, yes, we're creating chances at times, right? But it, it, it seems to be dying a bit, the chance creation and the quality of chances. It seems to be maybe we got a bit figured out or we're just too tired, you know? And some of the goals have just been bangers too, like Tesho and stuff like yeah. that. So it's um, I don't know, man. I'm just a bit frustrated. I feel like the team thinks it's like it's a. This is a year that that you know we're just we're working towards next year. Yeah. And but we got teased because playoffs are attainable in the Open Cup. This is was the attainable. most log jam so it's almost like they didn't, ever been. Yeah, they didn't expect us to be here. There was just a rebuild year, and we're going to do def- defense this year. I have a three-year plan, the Magic three-year plan, yep. and then next year's offense. And then after that, you know, we'll I go know camping. We're all know. saying, and this will go into really our next topic. But I know we're all saying that like we need 47, 48 points to make the playoffs. But if you go through and like take every team that still has games that we're competing with, I could see it being 44. You know, forty-five maybe. I mean, it's, it's normally it's normally forty-six, forty-seven these, to get the six spot. And yeah, and these are extra, so, I mean, I mean these the teams are seven now. They have everybody has brutal, brutal schedules that are still remaining to play, and it's it really is wide open. Except for Chicago and DC. Um, yeah, DC. I mean, DC LA Galaxy under. really hurt us. Yeah, uh, right yeah, there. Yeah, thanks, Slotan. But yeah, in yeah. general, I mean, want to try to make the playoffs, Slotan. Chicago, <laughs> we still have Chicago to play, and that'll be the last game at home. Um, it might not matter by then, buddy. I think I mean I think it'll matter. I mean we have our last two games of Cincinnati and Chicago. That's six points. It's hard to think that uh, getting six points in the last two games won't at least get us close. I think. Um, I, I I don't know. I'm still believing, but it is. It, I have it on here. It's crunch time. Mm-hmm. We have nine games left. Uh, there was ten games left, and we heard that Perea had his paper clear, but that's still I, I don't know. But we have nine games left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marisa Pereira is a designated player. He's a guy that is compared to the likes of Alejandro Pozuelo, of course. Um, Ignacio, uh, or uh, not Piatti. Um, Ladero. Ladero up yeah. there. You know, obviously guys that have came in and made immediate impacts on teams that have came in and shown that they are class above the majority mm-hmm. of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, obviously James O'Connor has his UEFA coaching license and uh, something tells me that a big part of those classes was implementing mentality and working players in because he's still saying we have to get him back to fitness um he hasn't played since late may which didn't stop pavon from playing for the galaxy and looking pretty decent uh even though they lost what do you think cleon i know you've had some vocal opinions on this i mean are do we need to be rushing him back yes 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 Yes. If you sign him for next season, sign him in the offseason. You sign him for this season right now with only eight, nine games, nine, ten games left, right? He's coming in and say, oh, I want to help us make this run. 
That's uh, uh, Pereira. He's saying that I want to help us make this run, try to get into the playoffs. And and coaches like he's like that. He's like that Kodak Black man uh, meme. Just I'm not gonna let you get the chance. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I he's just gonna hold him out. Like it's, yeah. you don't have time for that, man. I mean, you don't have time. I'm not saying you throw the guy in and go 90, but I mean, what are you? What are you saving him for? Yeah, I like what you said, best Clay on Twitter. I mean, James O'Connor's not out of the woods yet. <laughs> yeah, guy, I mean, this guy. Code, the, the, he, we could have These a bad nine hire games. Him. We could These have a bad. He could have a real bad nine game slope here, and Muzi will be no problem but to fire him as well. He'll I be feel. right next to the other one. So, um, you know, I I agree with you that O'Connor is <laughs> implementing all this stuff. But dude, you got to throw the dart sometimes and hope it hope it it hits the it, right. It, place. it goes in line to how we play, where we play very I, cautious. I was just about to say everything that. is way we're building. It's cautious. I have time. He play he, and all this. It's a bit of a hubris. Like, look, I know, and this is what coaches have this. I have licensed this and that. I'm the coach, and I know what I'm building. I know what I'm doing. Next man up. What next man's Dylan Powers? I'll take a Pereira for thirty minutes over a. 180 minutes of Dylan Powers. There's nothing you're gonna get, you know, from from that. You know, we don't need we don't need to figure anything out. There, a, we have a, no next man up. His team is not good I'll deep. There's no there's no next man up. But you know what I think it is? I I built this. I mean, I got this roster. I worked them. They they've had some. People are like, well, they got minutes in the Open Cup. Um, some of the players got minutes in the Open Cup. Who cares? Players who suck, like Sasha and Dylan. I don't care if they got minutes in the Open Cup. We it just confirmed that they suck, and uh, or they're mediocre. I mean, Dylan Powers doesn't suck, but just mediocre is what I mean. No upside. Um, the, if you're not the getting, point, I'm, I'm sorry. If, if you're not getting consistent playing time on this team, yeah, and the last team from last year, y- you suck. Yeah, yeah. And, and let me put it this way: so you might be so, a nice guy, but you suck. Yeah, exactly. So the, the point is, the point is that that I think it's part of it is a hubris. That he thinks that he can do it with the pieces he has, because we, if we were taking okay. our chances, we'd be in a better spot. If we closed games out, we'd be in a better spot. If we were smarter and, um, and just held the ball and, and were more focused, we'd be in a better spot. But guess what? We keep doing the same thing. So we're so obviously we're so we're not focused. We're not uh, that intelligent. We're not clinical, etc., etc., etc. So now Perea, you got to look at the hints they're talking about, right? So Perea says. They talk about the heat over and over, right? That's the excuse. And it's been hot as crap. You know, it's been 100. It's heat August in Florida, guys. Yeah, yeah, 100, 100 degrees heat index, right? And um, um, and all that. So, And he was on the Orlando Soccer Cast, and he said it, the coach, the physical trainer, whatever, the fitness coach said it takes two weeks for your body to acclimate. So that's what a hint right Denver? there. That's what he said. It says two weeks for your body to acclimate. It was very hot. And then he played, and then they did the one of those things maybe against SEMA. I'm not sure who. Maybe 90 minutes it yeah. takes two weeks. But to get him 30 minutes, I mean. No, well, he played 30 minutes this weekend when we were in Toronto yeah, yeah. with against, I don't know who, maybe SEMA. I'm not sure. But um, he played, and he, they were you know they, they could just get 30 minutes out of him. So that's that's it. Now, Pavon, I want to say uh, his coach is the co- his former coach, GBS or whatever. Um, whatever his name is, um, oh, so he's got the Kyle yeah, Smith treatment. Yeah, no, he's he's got the uh, <laughs> dang. He 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 um, was his coach at Boca. He's the coach at Galaxy. So I'm guessing he probably had some inside information. Say, hey, start getting fit. It's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Perea didn't have that, but man, I don't want to hear about his kids going into school and all that. Man, I don't want to hear that. Perea hear didn't know that, that he had to be fit. Either he had plans of retiring or he had to make more money so yeah. he's a professional soccer player it's his main job he probably should stay fit even if he has two months off yeah no maybe opinion. he didn't know that there's some acclimating to orlando i get it but look uh, what i'm saying is if he comes in and he plays 45 and pulls a hammy i mean whatever if you really want to say do you guys care here, here's what i say no. if you want to say getting acclimated to the heat and to the weather it's august in florida i can buy that 
He played in Russia. It was, you know, it's nice it's over there. The weather's the good. But I can I can buy that. But I don't want to hear, oh, this is this is this is technique. This is what's taught. This is James O'Connor has to uh, make him, you know, work as hard as the other players, show that he deserves to be on the yeah. team. Make His salary shows he deserves to be on the team. Everybody knows he's got. He's making a million dollars. The other guys make one hundred and fifty grand. He's making, you know, eight, ten times. That is enough. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't understand the whole. Oh, we got to build the mentality. This isn't Europe. We're not playing in the Premier League. We're not playing in the Spanish Premier League. We're not playing in any of that. Yeah. There's a huge gulf in talent, like you say, uh-huh. and it's just I don't understand the whole working him in. He's got to make respect. There's no the other players should automatically respect him. They yeah. should see him. It's not about players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Anybody, I think, anybody I think, should respect him. I think that's the players. Muzi respects Muzi. The that, thing that that's coach saying me, this is my team, not your team. Two yes, with Muzi. That's, that's, that's what that is. I picked a roster. You don't pick the roster. Players. Well, know. I didn't even mean against Muzi in that. I mean, no, 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 I'm not saying I mean, about that. To the players, overall. like I'm the boss. Muzi yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Muzi mentioned like, oh, we bring him in not only for the Open Cup, which is a moot point now, but also for the end of the season. So it was obviously on Muzi's mind, like, hey, we got to play him. Which leads me to Cleon's point again is like, James, I'll be honest, dude. You know, I've had some faith in you, but you got nine games to get it together. Otherwise, Muzi's going to fire you and bring in somebody way, way, way better. Well, I, that's, you know, that's all. We'll have. There's a lot of good coaches on the market right now. I don't. I don't think I'd be surprised if he's fired. He's got the backing of the owner. But as we've seen with the, what happened in Mount Verde, that doesn't mean that much sometimes. With what Muzi's done in less than a year. I think there's going to be a talking Anytime to this, after, new, this this off season, yeah. and it's going to be clearly we believe in Muzi. I think whatever you say I, is basically going to. Go I think I think they're I think amazing. they're on the same page, and they they, they consider this a, a building kind of thing right and and I, I but anytime a gm is new and doesn't have his coach there's always going to be a well what happens you know or this or is what definitely if. a building year but that doesn't mean you can't be better than five other teams in your conference especially when cincinnati and columbus are two of them you know what i mean it's like you can make the playoffs and still rebuild that's what mls allows 14 out of out of 24 teams make the playoffs that's, that's true so you don't have to i mean it's not like only the top four out of 24 make the playoffs then yeah. oh we can tank and rebuild no it's fourteen out of twenty four yeah more than half of your conference makes the playoffs well, so it, there's no reason that you can't rebuild sneak in and then sign a guy like Perea who leads you to the playoffs mm-hmm. and then gets hot and then takes you to a conference semifinal a conference final or an MLS cup and, and, and am I the we've only, seen it before am I the only one that's embarrassed anytime I hear a new guy come in and say they want to be part of the project to get us to the playoffs for the yeah, first I mean, time I, I, every time that gets said I die inside I mean it's so cringy I want to get us to the playoffs it's I only, came here for the project oh I'm so I just I want to make the playoffs so I don't hear anybody say they want to bring us to the playoffs they're supposed to say I want to bring a trophy here but it's playoffs it's just oh, it's embarrassing man it sucks man I just well well I mean, that's the truth, though. It's they so better push for it because guess what? They're not adding any more extra spot. They're not adding an AC next year, and there's a whole new team coming in, and there ain't no guarantee we're gonna be better than them. Yeah, exactly. So it and, might be even harder. And look, if we make it now, yeah, we don't need to. I don't care if he's got a chemistry with these guys, right? Some of these guys shouldn't be here next year, anyways. So I, I if he's a next year signing, who cares if he's got a chemistry with these guys? I mean, if you're Nani, you have to be begging. I got to think if I'm Nani, I'm sitting on the sideline and I'm, I'm getting pissed off at James O'Connor or whoever's, whoever's if, especially if on Wednesday and it's a must win game and you're Nani and you're the captain of the team and you have, I mean, he clearly has passion to make the playoffs. He knows what it means. Yeah. yeah. And he has no help. And then they bring in help and they sit him on the bench, even though he's got all his paperwork. I agree with everybody else except for the people that say, don't play him. Start. I don't, I mean, I've been saying we're going to see a sub out of him on Wednesday. 
I would like to see him start and then sub him out at halftime. Somehow, 45 minutes. This Just is give Nani some help, man. I mean, the guy's probably drowning right now in horrible, horrible play. Mm. You know, I, mean, I can't imagine. You know, you, you ever been the smartest person? So sick of like, he's got to be so sick of Domitesho, bro. I mean, have you ever yeah. been the smart person in so a group project? Yeah, and then you're well, in a group no. project with five people back in school, and the four other people are idiots. And they don't want to do anything. It's, like, it's like he's doing. It's uh, like no Nani, Nani's like doing. <laughs> Nani's doing the <laughs> homework. On me, Nani's yeah. doing everyone at the table's homework and saying, "Okay, all you need to do is, fin- is sign your name at the top, and that's yeah. all you got to do." And you hand it for him. You come right. back the next morning, and they're like, "Oh, I forgot." Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So, so the group gets an F. And you bring yeah. in Perea, and he just he basically we're basically it's like the Geico commercial. You almost had it. That's what we're doing. Yeah, Nani, you're like, hey, we brought in this awesome guy who's still not a striker who's amazing and, yeah. and probably can help you and wide spread out the field and, and deliver ball, like and through balls to you possession. instead of making you be the only one who can deliver through balls because that would be nice to see Nani on the on the end of some of the runs but yeah. he, he can never be that way because Will Johnson's not going to pass it through two, two lines of defenders it's just not going to happen no He's I don't think gonna. I've seen a pass like that ever from Will Johnson. <laughs> we might, man, thinking about it, we might be better off just just putting Nani up. Once Pereira gets in, just let Pereira run the ball through the middle and put Nani up top or something. Yeah, bro, for yeah, real. Because, because, because Dom, Dom and Tesho, Dom and Tesho, they're just they're not going to get that done, man. No, they don't. Like Tesho, he's given all, he's overperformed what he should have done, but yeah, he's still sure. a backup at the end of the day. Yeah, for you real. know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And, and Dom's just not. He's he's just not. It's not working. Tesho's out. got more goals yeah, than Dom. And it's, it, I know. It's I know, just but not and, and out. that'll save Nani a little bit and give us some some juice there. But um, the the yeah, when I saw when Nani sent that cross to uh, Sasha. And you know he just laid it there, and right. I mean, it, I felt like a dark cloud just like just followed him himself, and he just a little bit of him was like, "What, what am I doing here?" People don't understand. <laughs> you know, he just, like, like he was just. It, it's 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 got to be tough, and and you watch Nani dribble and pass, right? It's just it looks different, right? It's like he glides, the ball's attached to him. It's a different kind of thing. I know we're not used uh, to seeing. So that sort my of my class, point so. is my point is that Perea probably has that. Yep. This is a team that just beat Porto that to knock him out of for Champions League qualifying. This is that they love them over there. The fans are right from these teams. The fans, like David Valentine said, that the fans told us that Mateo sucked. Yep. The fans told us Coman was a bit, you know, was a bit raw. The fans told us that, um, you know, Riansen was good, right? So the fans are all saying that that uh, that Perea is great, great hustle, great um, two way player. Um, he does. He's great at the final ball. He works hard, dedicated. He's got quality. And um, so I'm excited to see him now. Yes, the heat is a real thing, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But keep in mind, Wednesday we're probably not going to see him tomorrow, right? And then we're traveling to Minnesota. You think they're going to take him to travel? We're see him tomorrow for sure. You, you think they're going to take he's him not, traveling? It's know, very possible he might miss the next two games. No, Eddie, you're the guy that 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 listens to all the media. I mean, he's he's plastered all over the front of all this neon light stuff. So he's going to play tomorrow. I hope so. I mean, it's uh, it's yeah, I 100% agree with your thoughts on you know in the. The social media team, they throw those hints out. It is, and he's yeah. been on the, he's been, you know, kind of the front of the whole neon night thing. Um, I think we'll see an appearance. Yeah, tomorrow. I saw him on a billboard on the way up. And yeah. and I think you'll from here on out. I would be. I mean, he may not play Saturday in Minnesota, but um, from here on out, I, I fully expect him at I, least. I hope you're. Well, I hope it's you're not, right. you it's not going to be ninety plus. Yeah, I know yeah. it wasn't ninety plus in Toronto. Either, I mean, so I think. Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. I, I, you guys know how I feel. We need to play him, but. We'll see. James O'Connor, this is – here's what I'll say, and we'll end it at this. There's not a lot of ways for James O'Connor to lose his job because I do support him and a lot of the fan base does. Yeah, we've not improved. It's obvious DP, we've been improving under Not him. playing the DP that your GM just signed to make the push when you're only three points back of the playoffs. 
That's a fantastic way to lose your or job. Or it just means so. he's got a tremendous cushion where he's allowed to do that because I they're, they're not, thinking mm-mm. such a long thing. That is not. Now, I'm not the saying case. that that's 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 the case, but I'm saying that not the that case. he must feel extremely safe. The one thing I want to say about the neon night tomorrow is that obviously this is a clearance for the jersey. It's the last chance to buy that jersey. And remember, Tracks told us that next year's jersey is going to be pretty dope. So, you know, Tracks said better be gold. Next year's jersey will be homage. To the past. No, no, no. I, I looked back that. at that. No, I looked back at that. He, did. he, he no, no, said that. No, no, no. I, lo- I looked on, back on at your guys' pod. No, no. I looked he back at that. This, that. this is what happened on that one. I looked back at it and I got some clarification from a, like a team official because they were like, no, no, that's not what happened. And I went back and heard it. So he said, um, we forget our history or something, right? And he says, I'm excited about the next one. And I said, okay, red. Or he said, you know, we're not ignoring our history or something like that. And I said, so red. And he goes, I'm not going to say anything. And then he says they pushed the envelope. It's like two different things. I said red. And he wasn't responding to me saying red. He was saying they're pushing the envelope a little bit. And I, I don't, it's not red. It's going to be white and red. It's not red. And it better it's not, not red. be red. Either. It's not going to be red. They, they're, not, they're not abandoning the purple anytime soon. They, it, it, and they never should. It, yeah, that's too much of a strong brand. And check It'll out. It'll be interesting. In, I in like February, our white kids. In February, it's coming. Right now, I like the white that we have. But if you if you go to a different color, it needs to be yeah that gold. Yeah, I'm telling you guys right now, not red. Confirmed. It's not red, and it shouldn't be. Yeah. You guys are ridiculous. It, it's not red. It's a, yes, it's yeah. gonna have purple. I think it, I think a red. Gonna, I don't think a red kit would be bad, but not as like a full, a full blown kit. But the red There's a lot of colors that don't. Seattle wears black and, and pink. That's what does that have to do with that? And it's they, their sponsor too. is Lou Lily. Isn't that like a late family no, they've product been company? Doing that since before. It's like no, yes. they just do weird colors. Uh, everybody, I mean, <laughs> one teams on the league just do some weird colors. These teams that have these alternate. But a home and away kit is different. Third kit alternate things, whatever. Third kit is wearing this every every other game. No, I'm talking the only way that we should see a red kid is with a third kid but yeah, we, exactly we, we don't even have do, does anybody have a third kid i don't mm-hmm. even know where. um yeah there's i think there are some teams that have a third kid i, don't I think, think so, so. Uh, i yeah. think there are really yeah. i can't name right now. but they make but it seem like a third Galaxy, a third one yeah. is impossible or something i mean adidas they need to d- drop Adi- adidas the whole single entity thing sucks and adidas goes into that because we can't even get our own kit sponsor but look so. look they, these things have been done in, in in a while they said they're they're going to push the envelope that's probably a good thing it, in our case if you Look at how long it took us to get a stadium sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Look, they, 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 <laughs> fair enough. They said they're going to push the envelope a little bit, and uh, but they're not, it's not going to be away from red. But it should be more than just like the plain white. All right, okay. so, so we'll let's move on. Hour and six minutes through. Gold. <laughs> let's talk about that. We're going to end it like this. We have um, Sporting Kansas City at home tomorrow for the uh, Neon Night. Obviously, a must-win match. And then we have Minnesota on the road uh, on Saturday. So I want to hear you guys' predictions. Cleon, I want to hear both of them. I want to hear a score, and that's it. Why does he do this every week? Let's talk about Kansas City. Are we going to win? Man, I know we have to win. So what is that? What does past Orlando City tell you about games like that? <laughs> At, home. At home. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me because I, I want to say no. I really do. That's from my At this part, my brain and – What's left of my soul after Atlanta crapped all over it is um, I want to say no. But I don't know what's about to happen with Pereira. I don't know how this is going to go. Uh, uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. I still didn't know, say. Bro, bro I don't yeah. know. Man, Cleon don't even I don't get right, well, Cleon, let me, let me start get since on. I can at least show Alex, you how to do it. Then. Alex, Cleon doesn't even get on the fence. He won't even ride the fence. Let me just show he you how to like, do it, uh, Cleon. I do think um, – we will win tomorrow. I think Eddie's talking a lot of junk about the goals that we've scored. So I think Orlando City will win three to one. It'll be two to zero. They'll score a goal and then we'll put one away. Three, three to one. I'm not talking Orlando junk. City. I'm just reading stat numbers. I understand you're reading stats, but yeah. generally that's a perfect way to, to get off snide. So, so you think we're going to get like 
What do you think we're going to get like twenty six shots at goal or something? No, no. I think we'll get. I think <laughs> How we'll are we going to score three? Eight, seven or eight shots on. No, goal. you're out of your mind. And uh, all right, I, th- I well, at least I can make a, a prediction. So it we're w- getting w- closer to yours. Look, the, what Cleon wants is other all, all of us to stake a all claim. All we know is Cleon put a marker down three to one, so that Cleon could pick at it and and make fun of our marker. <laughs> what do you think? Like, he makes he makes no risk whatsoever, so we can't pick at it. Cleon's <laughs> like, you know, it could go not, either way. Look, man, I'm not I'm not JJ. I'm not just going to say some stuff I don't believe and just throw it up against the wall. What do you at believe? Least, at least you got and the glory of being right about like, those. Like like a week ago, I I truly believed that we were going to. I believed that we were going to beat Atlanta. One hundred percent. I believed it. But you didn't say that last week, did you? Yes, I Me? did. You said 100% believe? 100%. Okay. Yeah, he did. He said 100%. It. I just I blacked out for that I second. I was 100% I didn't sure. He was, I, he was like Twitter trolling I still can't believe we lost. Everything. Yeah, wow. Well, Eddie, what do you think? I think uh, I think it's going to be one-to-one. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. God. We're yeah. dead. Yeah, I think it's one-to-one. Any chance at Minnesota, Clan? Do we have any None. chance at all? No, uh, Minnesota's a loss. No, that's a loss. Bro. I think you guys are crazy. Yeah. I think we pick up a point in Minnesota. No, I think that's we lost. Oh, I think we lose Minnesota. I'm going to say three nothing. No chance. In Minnesota, zero chance. I say three zero in Minnesota. If I know anything about Orlando City, we'll lose to Sporting Kansas City and beat Minnesota or something like that. But Min- Minnesota's going to score a goal for every year that that he should have had his plan. Oh no, <laughs> three goals for the three year plan. Uh, I think in Minnesota, Orlando City draws. Mm. I think it'll be one to one. Boring match, but yeah, I mean, I, I like. Uh, we do, we do bunker down and allow less goals on the road. It seems I like Minnesota. It's the co- it's the trap game. They're playing the uh, like eight days after they're playing in the U.S. Eight Open days Cup open. final. Eight days? You think they care? That's a trap game. A week later, yeah, but but it's no. also against the team that they're play- the team that they're playing just demolished in the semi. So. For me, maybe a little bit of overlooking of Orlando City. I don't think uh, Heath's going to overlook Orlando. There's no anything. way this game's getting overlooked. Yeah, bro. you know nah. Heath isn't going to overlook nothing. No way. not Heath, but yeah, uh, they're Kevin also Molino. looking at maybe not having Ooh, uh, no way. toy, 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 whatever, because he spit on that guy, so he probably won't be playing. They, they didn't have toy all season. They've been doing just fine. Mm-hmm. One to one yeah. in Minnesota. They don't lose them. Guys, Toronto. remember, guys right remember now. this 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 back line we saw against Toronto is going to be the back line tomorrow. Most likely. So that means we're not attacking down the wings, which is our entire attack for the yeah, most because part. Because we didn't get to this part, but yeah. Huan is injured. He Huan's did something out in practice. Moutinho so. left the game, is out confirming. Which he if Huan's injured for more than just this weekend, we're done for the year. Why Do you think Huan's going to be out on Wednesday and then he's going to travel to Minnesota? I don't think so. I think no. Huan's out for the next two games. Yep. So there, there goes our offense uh, from the, the right side. Kyle's a good I, – I think he's a good defender, but he doesn't get up as high. Um, and he's not as good offensively as as, Kyle, as Juan is, obviously. And Kamal Miller's a good one-on-one defender, but he's not going to go up up and down the the, the touchline, um, you know, sidelines as a left back. So we're going to be compact, and we're just gonna, there's no way we score three goals with a back line that's just a a, a line that's immobile. Three on the one, back. three so one. So I, I think um, so. That's why I think that. And um, and you see, Nani's going to have to get tired too. Two games in a couple stra- days. So there goes some of the offense. I believe. Right there. So that these two games will be the point where everybody goes, we have the chance. I hope so. And look, I mean, right I now be- it's not everybody, but I think I think we can and will get four points out of yeah. the next two matches. I hope so. All here. I know is they better get three tomorrow because it's a very low chance they four grab points. they grab any points in the next three after that. Bro. We said that against Toronto. We said that against Portland on the road. We said that against Philadelphia on the road. So that's three games where we've gone on the road and a couple of those matchups with not a very good squad, and we've gotten a point. So 
I think that, you, I mean, you guys can say all you want about Minnesota's automatic loss, but Philadelphia's a better team than Minnesota. We went up there and got a Not point. at home, they're not. So Yeah. And it did that. They're unbeatable at home, bro. You better look their record up. Yeah, Wonderwall. But they, uh, you better look that yeah, up, man. Pick an original song, anyways. I don't songs. care about their record at home. Yeah. Okay, well, the, um, so look, and San, I don't know the San Jose is, is and San Jose is as well. Western Conference is, is, is horrible. Okay, well, I, I want to, well, well, we're going to put that theory to the test real quick. Aside from have, LAFC. Since you have SKSC, Minnesota, San Jose, and LAFC within your next five. Yeah. Okay. That look, we're going to find that one out real hey, quick. Hey, look, I want to shout out to Asquiz on that goal for, for Benji. He he made a, a good run and pulled the guy out and dummied that. That was good. Asquiz has been been uh, our best player, I think, the last couple of weeks. Those little mid, middle middle the, the pitch runs have done well. And I think, you know, I think he, you know, I, I'm going to give him another you know, impact game against Kansas City if he plays well and and impacts the offense. I think we got a shot. He got team of the week again. That's the second one. Um, I, I think I'm being – I'm sounding negative, right? But I've been positive all year. And I'm not saying we're not making the playoffs, but my positivity has made zero impact. So, yes, I'm negative, and sometimes being negative is tough to hear. And I'm sorry. But my positivity hasn't made a difference either. So Let's I'm end on that. <laughs> Three points oh. back. <laughs> Montreal has 10 wins, even though they have made a negative 11 goal differential, which brings MLS rules into play again mm-hmm. for the goal, goal differential. doesn't even matter. We're four points back. Uh, well, Montreal, I mean, Montreal's in the playoffs. We're only three points back of them right now. They have 33 points. We have 30. They just have one more win. If we, if we were to win a game, they would just have 10 wins oh, and yeah, we would yeah, have yeah, nine. Yeah. Yeah, so we would three. not make the playoffs, even though their goal differential is we would be even and they would have negative 11, make, make that rule of uh, sense in Major League Soccer. They always want to be different. That's way, way, way too different. But that's for another show. Um, let's end on are we going to – we did it last week. We're going to do it again. We got our point in Toronto. Are we going to make the playoffs? Mm. This yes, I'm not even asking for a score now. It's yes or no. You don't even got to be on a fence. You just got to be on one side. I hope so. Oh, oh man, goodness! Wow. So what is that like? A, I'll, I'll, my brain tells I'll be me able. No, I'll give you. A, I'll yes. give you a definite answer after. Oh wow! After LAFC. After LAFC. Well, how many games is oh, that for now? Oh my god! There'll be four left. Oh wow! Oh, I agree. I mean, the last four games we can get ten points because you got at home there'll be versus, four left. If we could find home. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what. If, if we get since ahead. y'all are all on my case, yes. I'll go one before that, and I'll say after the San Jose wow. game. Look oh, that's this. only because you can but automatically is, assume LAFC is a loss. Exactly. If, 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 <laughs> Klingon had a, if Klingon had a piece of delivery, he said I'd be in there in an hour and a half, yeah. right, and show up in forty-five, and be like, "You're welcome." So Eddie, uh, I'm not going to give you a prediction <laughs> for uh, for four for four games. I'm going to give you a prediction three games for now. We, we could go with zero points and pretty much be out of it, and that prediction is going to be useless at that point. So Eddie, what do you no think? We, we got to this, this next uh, this next four is what's going to tell us. I, I yeah I thought we we're gonna make playoffs the whole year and I'm gonna say no now. I'm actually not gonna I'm gonna pull a clan. I think we'll end with 44 points. Wow, 44 I'm points. La- I'm going last next time. 44 points. I hope that'll get us into the playoffs. Something tells me we're gonna miss the playoffs by one or two points max. That's what if you guys want to know. What my heart tells me my my heart tells agree, me that I we're gonna make the playoffs. Huh? My brain tells me my brain tells me we've given up way too many gettable points this year to make the playoffs and we've given up so many gettable points that we're going to be one or two points off so that way we can remember those points because i mean it was like what the first year what did we miss by one point right or the second year yeah. we missed by one point it's going to be the same thing we're going to miss by one point maybe i bet you play with no i bet you we'll finish the last four games with at least nine maybe ten ten points we'll win at least three of the last four games and we'll probably still miss by one 
or two points. We'll, we'll all be excited about the momentum and the whole progress. And guess what? Guess what that does to you when you just miss by one? It gives you a strong mentality. That's what 2019 is about. Hey, if, it, if, if the year was worth something. I mean, if we can end up with 44 points and we had 28 last year, that's a plus for me. Yeah, so. we, we're, we're, look, we're trending in the right direction. It's better than negativity. it would be a turnaround because we've gone down in points every year. So at least that would mean, you know, once so, you hit the bottom, you're yeah, that's, done. So. That's a consolation but then, prize. But then, you got it, but then you got Miami, Miami coming, coming in next year. So, well, the point of the matter is we are, the last four games are winnable, guys. And, um, and so we got to survive the next five. We got to survive the next five. We got to get points when we can. And if we could win three out of four Ooh. of the last four games. Have we ever won? Two out of two at any point? We no, have, we have not won back-to-back games. But oh. I'm just saying, Cincinnati and Chicago. Yeah, if, if you look at the our MLS, schedules, we the last two games are are arguably the two the two games that you would say, oh, these are the only two games that they have a chance to win back-to-back because our schedule hasn't pretty up and down. But you got at Chicago or at Cincinnati versus Chicago. That's six points. You got versus New England at home. Definitely a winnable game. I know New England's been good, but they're they're going through a gauntlet until that point too. And then you have at Houston, who just fired their coach. So I think we could win three out of those games, but you never fire know. Coach doesn't mean they, there's people who do better after they fire the coaches. Yeah, so. but yep. that, that's usually for the first like three or four games. Well, we only got a few left, so there's nine. Give me a break. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. But w- the schedule's set up to get hot at the right time. If we can make the cut, you never. But we know. need it. We need to get points that's out of the happen. next two matches. Yeah, the, we're po- not, the we're point not, is we're we, we have to get th- we have to get through this next five without being eliminated. If we lose yeah. against SKC tomorrow. Poop. Kab- gone. I, I could see at the best being positive between Atlanta, San Jose, and LA. One point at the best. So if we don't get if we get squat from K, uh, SKC and United, I mean, then we get one point. My six, four to six points in seven games. Uh, I said last week, don't look so crazy now, does it? Do we get one point against Toronto? I still think it looks crazy. So I don't think so. We'll I think we're good. I think we're going to get nine or ten in the last four games. So. No, I That'll said be the, standard. Yeah, or I said Orlando the next City. seven. I wasn't talking about the last Orlando two. Orlando City. I wasn't talking about the last two. I was talking up and through like New England or Houston. So we have uh, three no's, basically. Yeah. Three. I hope so. <laughs> I Yo, hope I so. Just, no, I, you got put me in the spot. I, I was like a man. If, we'll uh, see I tomorrow. No. I mean, I think tomorrow I, I'm obviously a mathematician, and I like to look at all the 538 and everything. They're up, we're up to like 32% chance to make the playoffs. But if we win tomorrow, I have a feeling that – that is going to go up substantially, somewhere closer to fifty percent chance wow. um, to make the playoffs. So I go with the Stugatz uh, eyeball test, and the way we look lately, we're not passing the eyeball. Well, test. the Stugatz eyeball test says that Montreal should be nowhere near sixth place or seventh place, but, but they're also there. So but right now, right now, now, but we we got to pass more than Montreal. We need to pass someone they else too. They won't be. All right. All we'll right, see. Guys. We'll see. Yeah. But right now, it's, I mean. And I want to do a PSA, guys. Don't be Mike Pecky and say slurs. You're going to lose your job. I don't know. If we're, we have 33% <laughs> chance right now yeah. to make the playoffs. I could argue that. I don't know if we've ever had that solid of a chance to make the playoffs at this point in the year, except for the very first year, um, which then we had to make a run, too. Didn't we win, like, five out of the last six games or something like that? There you go. I don't know. Well, All Alex, right. You said we're going to end it on that 10 minutes ago, so we'll end it on well, that. Any, no, nothing else, right, Cleon? I ain't got nothing for you. That's Injuries. Hagita's Still no Gita, no back. party. Oh, well. Yeah. Five games this year. We needed about 15 to 20 at least. So. I told you. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> I told you all that the preseason. Now well, it's going to go. Let's Everybody hope. Blame me. Let, we appreciate all you guys, of course, uh, for yeah. listening. I'm out. And uh, vamos Orlando. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.